Surprise, talk about whatever random, you want to. Random surprise. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kelly, what are you drinking? Uh, so I'm drinking Crown and Ginger, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's Crown and it's ginger ale. I'm putting a shitload of Crown with a very small amount of ginger ale. <laughs> <laughs> but you can adjust those volumes as you see fit. What is Crown the normal recipe? Like half and half? No, no, probably like a, <laughs> probably like an ounce and a half of crown to maybe four ounces of ginger ale. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, what are you drinking? Wild Turkey 101. Lots of alcohol. I'm drinking <laughs> Loop. <laughs> Three olives, loopy vodka. It tastes <laughs> like fucking Fruit Loops. It smells like Fruit Loops. <laughs> It's goddamn sticky and it gives me a hangover. <laughs> but it's fucking pretty good. You said you'd try it. Ryan said he'd try a shot of it live on the show. Oh, I wouldn't do that. After all, <laughs> after all that bourbon, I don't think I'd do that. He ain't gonna do a whole shot. He can just do a little bit. All right. Well, I'm gonna go first. All right. Just because I've taken over. And uh, mine's super short or whatever. <sighs> I decided to talk about cereal, and so I did want to go through the number one cereal for the year that we were all born. Oh, that's fun as fuck. So, <laughs> Kelly, in 1980, the number one cereal was Donuts, D-O-N-U-T-Z cereal. And I feel like I remember that. When I saw the picture of it, I feel like I remember it too, but it's uh, like powdered donut flavored. Yeah. Um, for me and Ryan, we were both born in 1981, and ours... Oh, I'm also 34? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're both yes, 34. Also, yes, that is week. Um, <laughs> in 1981, the number one cereal was banana cream flavored Frosted Flakes, and I swear to God, that makes me want to die. That sounds <laughs> fucking <nasty>. disgusting. <laughs> I don't understand why it was a thing. How the fuck did it become number one? Like, what else was out that year? Because everybody was like, what the well, fuck is this? I have to try it. So, what? yeah. That, so, it's not necessarily good. Just everybody bought it. Everybody had to run out and try it. Yeah. Um, and then, so, so even up. though 
even though he's not here, I did Matt too. So for 1988, <laughs> the number one cereal was Crunchy Stars cereal. And that is from the Swedish chef from the Muppets. I actually had to look it up to see how he said it. And it's Crunchy Stars. It's Crunchy Star cereal. I love it, but I do not remember that at all. It looks terrible. Like, it's not any kind of color. <laughs> I don't think it's got marshmallows or anything in it. Like, it looks bad. Did you tell Matt what his number, what his cereal was? I did not. I don't think so. Because oh. that's why I texted you and asked you what year he was born the other day. Okay. <laughs> but, um... So the reason I chose cereal is because I don't remember something stupid, but so I was like, well, and, you know, I didn't have anything in mind. And I was like, surely I can find something. And I started out looking at like um, mascots for cereal, you know, I'm like, surely there's some weird shit with Captain Crunch or, you know, whatever. Well, then Ryan brought up <laughs> the fact that apparently cornflakes <laughs> were made to keep dudes from jerking off. <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> So I immediately paused all of my other research. I'm full of all sorts of useful <laughs> and useless said, information. This is what we're going with. And I went so far as to have one source for this, y'all. So I want and I even listed it as one stupid source on here. I don't remember. <laughs> but um according to this one stupid source, um, Mr. Kellogg, I don't even know if that's his fucking name. <laughs> whatever <laughs> mr kellogg it so, is is it yeah he supposedly said and i quote and then i had to get ryan to explain this quote to me um he said if illicit commerce of the sexes is a heinous sin self-pollution is doubly abominable and apparently that means like it's bad to fuck prostitutes, but it's even worse to jerk off. Twice as bad. <laughs> Doubly abominable. Two times the abomination. It's twice as bad to fucking jerk off. Yeah. Um, and according to him, there are specific foods that make you want to jerk off. And those are any kind of meat, any kind of spicy food, and pretty much just anything that tastes good. So he's like, what we got to do is we got to get all this bland shit out there. So that these people stop fucking jerking off. <laughs> well, his brother was like, dude, you're fucking nuts. This is a terrible idea. We need to add fucking sugar to this shit so that people will buy it. And Mr. Kellogg was like, nah, fuck that. So boner killers it is, is what I'm got rid of the <laughs> Oh, I thought you were about to say his brother invented frosted flakes, which would have been <laughs> <laughs> no, the ultimate like, rivalry. <laughs> I hope that that's why. I hope that somebody who is this. pro jerking off made frosted. <laughs> if I remember correctly, two brothers got into like a fight, and then one started Puma, and the other one started Adidas. That's just two. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's. Just, I don't know why it's kind of related. Is either brothers. one of those things have cereal? No, they're, well, I but feel they're like both Adidas big. had a cereal at one time. Probably. I thought that was neat. They that were is. started by brothers that each other and you know that is like two completely different types of people if you think back to school like there were adidas people and then there were puma people mm -hmm. it's like yep. you chose your side or whatever like um i'm choosing the process, like, <laughs> they want was it like the crips in the blood yeah <laughs> or um what, what are the twilight people like edward and jacob you know it's like one of those things yeah <laughs> But I'm probably jerking off, so I'm all for frosted flakes, <laughs> but like not banana cream flavored because that's fucking gross. That's nasty. <laughs> that's fucking nasty. It's 
But I wonder if you, well, we would have seen it if you could still get it. No. Nah. I kind of want to fucking try it. I do I not. I bet you can order it online. I bet some country they still not. eat it in. Oh, you think that's still Fresh, yeah, like, like we ordered the, uh, well, no, I ordered some. How did Japan? Because they eat just weird shit. Oreos in Because the <laughs> they were like four years old, weren't they? Yeah. No, you ordered them for me. They were still good. I ate the whole box. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, that's all I got. <clears throat> you didn't, you don't have anything about Harvey Kellogg or anything? You write his first name down? No, I wasn't even oh sure. Oh, <laughs> will, you, will you look up something and talk about the guy? He's so I weird and interesting. I don't want to. I've done my part. I did, yeah, that's, do that's I did what I came that here to do. That wasn't long enough for even a conversation. I did what I came here to do. That was bullshit. I want, I want more. <laughs> Yes, it wasn't sir. about Harvey Kellogg. It was about who's making the cereal that you jerk off to. Yeah, it was Kellogg's cornflakes. <laughs> That's the one you don't jerk off to. Yeah, so were you even listening? <laughs> <laughs> right before you jerk off, would you rather eat cornflakes or frosted flakes? <laughs> That's the question. That's the question Tom. for our listeners, too. Let us know. <laughs> Ryan says Lucky Charms. <laughs> That's just... I like Lucky Charms, except for now I don't anymore because... <laughs> have you tried chocolate Lucky Charms? They're fucking great. I have not. And I don't think I would like that because... Um, Why not? I don't know, because I have, like, this very, like, defined idea of what... Lucky Charms is, and they're not chocolate. They're. <laughs> I, I agree, and also the the texture of them. The original Lucky Charms are more like alphabets. They have it's like a. It is alphabet. But, no, but the chocolatey yeah. ones are more puffed, like a cocoa puff. That's like two different textures. It is one hundred percent completely different. If you're, if you're weird like me, you know they are different. It's not, oh, it's all crunchy. I wouldn't, well, I would whatever. know because I love them. Are they crunchy? They are not crunchy. Crunchy, crunchy stars. Yes, crunchy the, the big stars. puffs are crunchy. These were crunchy. That is we need to find things. out if We need to find out if we can get crunchy stars anywhere. That's the one yeah, I, I want to try. I bet they're expensive as shit. I though. bet you can get them in Sweden. Well, that's maybe because the Swedish chef is from there, right? Yeah, but it's not like do they have? Sesame Street. Well, surely they wouldn't have a Swedish guy on there if Swedish people weren't allowed to watch it. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got. Who wants to go next? Who can beat my cereal research? Ryan, you want to go with all your tabs? Yeah, I can go next. <laughs> I've, I've got my information. I wrote it down. Crunchy stars. Crunchy stars. <laughs> I love it. I'll have to ask him if he's tried it. I doubt it. It was already not a thing anymore by the time he was eating cereal. <laughs> yeah. yeah he, wouldn't, he wouldn't be eating cereal till like 94, 90. No, no I'm sorry, 92. <laughs> like was, I was going to say when he was four, he'd be eating cereal like three or four. So yeah. 91, 92. Yeah. That probably wasn't a thing. What was popular when we were kids? I don't know. I've always been a fan of the Pebbles, both Fruity and Coco. Yes, those were real yeah. popular. Also, yeah. <laughs> That's true. I still like them shit. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, good one. Still oh, around. I used to love I never liked that because I never really liked cinnamon as Ew. a flavor. Love Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah. You know what nobody ever liked? What? Fucking grape nuts. Y'all remember? Yeah. 
<laughs> or muse licks. Right. <laughs> oh, like, uh, oh, is it honey smack? No, honey, honey, honey smack. <laughs> Oh shoot! Those with the frog. Yeah, I like those. Those things are fucking disgusting. Like you ate those. Yeah, that's only good every now and then. I don't like vaginas. As soon as they get mushy. <laughs> Did you just say what I think you said? <laughs> they look like little dirty badges. They do, <laughs> or they look like if uh, black eyed peas had vaginas. <laughs> oh my god! Like Fergie. <laughs> <laughs> Where is the love, goddammit? That's that's my fun part. <laughs> what? What? I was about to make a dirty joke about my fun part and honey snacks or whatever. I'm not gonna do it because we are adults. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> now, for unrelated reasons, I have to go wash my hands. <laughs> okay, Wycliffe. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to go next. I'm, I'm almost He there. made me spill my drink, and that shit is super sticky. So I'm not being weird over here. <laughs> yep. That's what happened. Come on now. All right, Ryan, it is your turn. <laughs> is it? All right, I did see. I guess it's Dodleston, or it could be Dodleston. I thought it was Dodleston. D O D L E. Oh, I thought there was two. No, one. No, it's not loops. You keep thinking of loops because of crunchy loops. You're seeing two O's on everything. No, it's else. crunchy stars. <laughs> Fruit loops. This is the Dodal. I'm going to say Dodleston. Dodleston messages. And they are so named because the uh, man, Ken Webster, uh, lived in a small village uh, called Dodleston. I guess that's a village is with their little version of a town in England. It's uh, Cheshire, England on the England and Wales border. What? That's adorable. I love villages in yeah. England. I wonder if it's like a... Oh, God damn it, the trilogy. Oh, yeah, you know, like that little village. Where were they? What was the name of the, where they did um, Hot Fuzz and the end of the world or whatever? Oh shit! Did they have? Did they ever say the name of where they were? I'm, I don't remember. They did Hot Fuzz because they say they're sending them to whatever village one best, most beautiful. It's been so long since I saw Hot Fuzz. Damn, now I want to watch it. Like right now. It's the, what do they refer to it as? It's the something trilogy. The the Cornetto trilogy because they keep eating Cornetto. Uh, Ice cream bars and all of them. Is that why they call it that? Yeah, Cornetto is a brand name. It's like our Nestle or something better, or, you know. Probably. Is it a real brand name? Like, do people in England really get that? We did Chat Smash. <laughs> From what I've heard, Cornetto, is, Cornetto? Cornetto is a huge, like, brand of, oh, they're not live, so we can't talk to anybody. I was no. excited. But, but yeah, we're calling out the Chat Smash. I bet yeah. they'll listen to this episode, and I bet they'll help us through oh, our yeah, problems. <laughs> I think about that. There are some helpful people. So, uh, the little cottage uh, this guy moved to, his name's Ken Webster. He was a teacher at a local university. This was uh, late 84. And he wrote a book about this called The Vertical Plane. Don't get that out there. I haven't read it, but I've heard it's good. So, they moved into this little cottage, and uh, it was him, his girlfriend, and a roommate. And he was having uh, weird 
poltergeist activity. They had the weird stacking of objects that we were just watching a movie the other day. They did in it. it happens a lot. It was in the fourth kind where some sort of poltergeist stacks shit up and throws things against walls, write, writes names, all, all that stuff happened. Apparently. I don't know. I was not there. <clears throat> I was only three and I was in America, so whatever. <laughs> so uh, he worked at a local uh, university teaching and they had what were called BBC micros. They're little computers. They were not really portable. But they were small enough to bring home. They were like eight or 10 pounds. So you could- So like the original laptop? No, it's, no it's, like, it's, it's more like a just a <clears throat> normal home PC, but it's not like mine over there where it's a full tower. It's the one where it's like a keyboard that's this big and you added your own monitor. Like to the it. ones we play in Oregon Trail on? Yes, yeah. like that, yeah. Uh, yes. So it's, it's a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a description. You just had to cite Oregon Trail. megahertz processor, 32 kilobytes of RAM, and a screen that could do 640 by 256, which isn't even like regular old television quality. It's lower. Eight colors, not eight bit colors, eight colors. 20 megabyte, megabyte hard drive. Now, if anybody remembers the TI-83. What Karis brain is about to explain. Do you remember the TI-83 calculator from high school? Everybody I knew? do remember that calculator. It had a six megahertz processor and had 150 kilobytes of uh, flash ROM where you could add your own programs, which is more than this had built in. All that is, which is ridiculous to think of. So they had a program kind of like Word, like what we had. It was called Ed word like edward but edward that's their word program right which is my favorite is yeah it, did they like it was ed wood from there is that why they did that just like it's the name edward edward okay. i want to know if it was a specific okay. i think it's just anybody named edward because this was in the early 80s probably someone named edward probably programmed it i'm pretty sure i didn't look it up but i'm was guessing. word already a thing for us so they were making fun of us or did we steal it from them I don't know if we're, I don't think we're at McCready yet, because now this would have been, Microsoft wouldn't even been just Oh, we stole forming, that shit! They hadn't, hadn't even stolen DOS yet and called Shady it QDOS. Shit. So yeah, this is way before QDOS and then MS-DOS, which is, DOS is just disk operating system, then QDOS was quick and dirty operating system, then MS-DOS, which was Microsoft disk operating system, which is the exact same thing, which is, they licensed it and now nobody can have it. That's all Microsoft did. They licensed the first but operating system. But they stole system. it from the Doodlesons. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the whole thing. Exactly. So, Ken, uh, Deb, and Nick, the roommate, went out to a pub one night after, you know, they've had the poltergeist things, and he had brought home one of these BC, the Ken had brought home the BBC Micro to do some uh, work for the school, because I think he worked in the English or philosophy, something where he had to write shit. So he was working on stuff at home, and they came home from the pub and the program Edward was open and there was a poem, like a weird little poem kind of written. And it's as goes, but the flower reaches too high and withers in the burning light. Get out your bricks. Pussycat, pussycat went to London to seek fame and fortune. Faith must not be lost for this shall be your redeemer. Now, they were all gone. There was multi 50, 40, 50 witnesses that saw them at the local pub. And this wasn't <clears> like a computer that had, there was no internet. That, that Anybody who says, oh, they're connected to internet. In 84, there was no internet. 
this is like when DARPANET was just a thing. There was no any kind of connection online. TCP hadn't even been invented. There's no IP addresses. There's none of this shit. It had intranet if you were at the school and it was like a local, like a local internet where they could share stuff back and forth with the other computers, but this didn't have that at his house. The house, I think, didn't even have a phone. So this was <laughs> the only thing there just plugged in and working. So they so got this weird that, ass message. That poem. Is that a real poem? Like a poem that's published no, it's, 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 somewhere? It's, it's, no, it's just it's just from him. It's just what this person or whatever entity left. So they don't know exactly who it was or anything. And uh, they kept getting weird little things. They returned the computer back and borrowed a different one, the same type, uh, in early 85. Hold on. Yeah. They took it back to the school. It was like, hey, this one's haunted. I need a new one. No, or they were just, he was, school he took was, it back. Yeah, he was, was, like, was just done with it for the summer, then went back to school later in 85 and needed a new one for some homework and okay. kind of forgot about it. Uh, they, they, oh, that was just a dumb message. It, it won't happen again. So they get the new computer and it happens again. And there's another message that's creepy as shit that's written more in like middle English and it's signed LW or uh, Lucas Wayneman. Now he takes this message to one of his friends, Peter Trender that he works with. And he's like an English professor and does like dialects and knows about languages and shit. And he said it's written in 16th century dialect of the town and place where they lived in Cheshire or Dodleston. There's, there's like a town, a county. England has like a whole bunch of shit before you get up to wherever you live. It's ridiculous. So uh, the roommate uh, were typing back and forth uh, in this file where it just basically they opened a WordPad file. They got the message. They would type something. And then later there would be a message back to them. Uh, they talked back and forth, and he eventually uh, said his name was Lucas Wayman. He was from the 1540s, and he lived on that plot of land, and he was like, he was not very happy they were there. That's the only information. They don't Get know, they don't know how, they don't know how he's got there, what, how he has, <laughs> like how they're contacting him. They don't know anything. So <laughs> they, they talk back and forth. Apparently, even the, the professor, the other college professor is talking back and forth. And he tries to test it by leaving a message to the guy and then deleting it so nobody knows. And he still gets an answer to the message. And it, the answer is, and it's written in super weird Middle English, like U is spelled Y-O-W. What was his message? That's what I'm trying to say. No, you're about to tell us what they answer, but you never said, you said he typed in a message oh, he was, and he, then deleted he, yeah, it. Yeah, he was, he was trying to ask him who he was okay. and what year he was from. <clears throat> and the guy, like, like it was, he was getting answers back, and uh, what like one of the first ones he got, it doesn't give every specific one because I didn't read the book. I wish I would have, but I didn't have, I didn't buy it yet. But <laughs> one of the ones written, like I said, in weird Middle English, you said your time. Oh, this was after uh, the professor in one of the messages back and forth mentioned what year it was. I don't have the specifics. He just mentioned it was 1985. This is before Back to the Future came out, so. <laughs> Before you say that, that came out in late 85. There wasn't a thing yet. And the first one came out in 84, so it's done. You said your time be 1985. Me thought you were alls from 2109, like your friend whom didst bring leams, boist, prey. Now, that met, yeah, exactly. But that little phrase, leams, boist, it's L-E-E-M-S-B-O-Y-S-T-E is a weird dialect from the time that means box of lights, 
Liam's voice. That was like some weird dialect from near there that meant that. So apparently he has, the, the, the man from the 1540s has this computer type thing and it doesn't have uh, plugins or anything. It just kind of works on its own that he types the messages into and that they are getting information from. <clears throat> and also mentions, like I said, the 2109. So we're in the 1540s, we're in 85 with Ken, and then apparently there is a 2109 timeline that have brought the computers to everyone that can communicate with him. So the next message they get after the Box of Lights message was from the 2109, where they talk about we have importance for you, that y'all are the trio that were in the, uh, in the cottage were important to history and that uh, something was going to happen, they were going to do something. So Ken ends up bringing uh, paranormal investigators out to the cottage. They came out three times with their meters and all their shit to check everything. Was it the Warrens? They get, it was not. It wasn't. It was someone from the university, but they got nothing. They brought out like the professional shit. They got nothing. So they left. And then uh, the man, uh, Lucas, apparently that was a fake name. His real name is Thomas. It, it gets weird as shit, right? So Thomas talks about the 2109. And, yeah. The Lucas, though. That's is, the 1540s guy. So how do they know that it wasn't really Lucas? Now they're saying it's Thomas. He said his name was Thomas. He gave him a fake name because he was mad at him for being on his land. And then eventually they became... Friends enough that he said his real name was Thomas. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, keep going. Keep going. This is great. <laughs> Tear it apart after I'm done. What? I'm just I gotta go to bed. It, soon. Shut up. I'm like, you ain't gotta go to bed soon. It's like an hour from now. We got time. All right. So Thomas Lucas <laughs> talks about the 2109. I wish I could read the whole thing because I want to know when, how far in he talks about his fake name like were both of these popular names in the 1540s thomas and lucas i, like I don't lucas even know i don't know i feel like lucas was one of the children of the corn names so that shit goes back real far right that's true yeah that sounds right and that's the children of the thomas corn too i feel like yeah i feel like both of those thomas Jefferson, that was a long time ago that's true that's true yeah. <laughs> so uh lucas says he is being forced from his land in his time, and that he would not be able to communicate anymore, but that at some point, a book is going to be left written by him. It's supposedly in his point of view from the 1540s about all this that has happened from the future people and the super future people that brought the computer. Y'all make me want to read books and shit. Yeah, <laughs> read books. And uh, the 2109 said that uh, the book would be found at some point in the future. It has not, be, not been found yet. This is 9505, 20, no, 36, 37 years later, and we haven't found anything yet. But according to the 2109, they were important, and we are going to see some life-changing shit soon. We need chat smash, because I feel like he could pinpoint where this fucking village is. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and then we can go fund me our trip out there to find this book and save humanity. Well, I keep telling y'all, y'all need motherfucking passports, so y'all need to get on that shit right now. Yeah, yeah I guess we probably do. I also want to visit Ireland and the Cliffs of Moyer and yeah. Cliffs of Dover. All I kinds just want to go shit. to the big fish town in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the only thing there. I want to do. 
in your whole life. That's the dream. But, and then, on a side note, uh, anybody, like I said, the internet wasn't a thing. There was no way to do any shit like that. There also wasn't any way to run a background program to find out what these people were writing and to read it later. Even now, it would be hard to bring that shit up. Back then, almost nobody knew how to do that shit. So either someone really knew what they were doing. Apparently, there is a way to read the memory files of that Edward program where you could, it's like you overloaded the memory and it would tell you what memory had been written to. And if you could piece out what the message would say, only the one right before that one that was deleted, it was only the very last message. And somehow you could do that. And then someone else online had posted about if uh, you had a certain type of this BBC micro, which is the non-tape drive version. That's apparently what he had. The keyboard had a slot on the bottom of it. Uh, the ROM file, the read-only memory, that's, that's different from the RAM. That's what actually held the operating system was under the keyboard in a slot. It had a second slot for uh, Word programs or other programs that were programmed onto an a EP-ROM, a, a reprogrammable ROM or an empty one that was a, in, you can have it programmed to whatever you want. Now, if you programmed a keylogger onto this one and installed it, nobody would be able to see it because it's inside this big ass inch thick keyboard that holds all the computer and shit. So someone is like, that. that's the theory that I've seen of how they could read something after that guy deleted it. Because if the professor deleted shit, who the fuck would know to, you know what I mean? It's like the fucking roommates were hackers and shit. There was no, su yeah. there was almost, almost no such thing in the 80s th so, that early. Like you really had to know what you were doing. There were very few people. So like our options here are pranksters or time travelers. Is and that what the, we're yeah, looking at? The, pr the pranksters, I mean, it's, it's very possible, but very few people would know how to do that. And even fewer oh my people God, would be in this little town in England. So Was time travel not our... No, going to the moon was our first episode, right? But we did do a thing on time travel, and one of the things we talked about was, well, one of the things that I talked about is that science says you couldn't go back to a time period where time travel didn't exist. It's like primer. So, you can only go back to the first. So in 2109, if this book pops up, it'll <laughs> prove me wrong, but I'll be dead, so I won't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> It's just wow! I'm gonna have to read that book. That's y'all. You heard it here first. Cares about to read a book. Cares gonna read a book. Last book I read was goddamn the whole Twilight series. It was weird. It's called the Vertical Plane. That's a damn shame. You should read another book to like cleanse your palate or whatever. Let me tell you what I got so addicted to those books that I set my fucking alarm after I read New Moon. I set my fucking alarm. So that I would get up and go to Barnes and Noble when they fucking opened to oh buy God. the next one. It was so fucking ridiculous. I read up to the third one and then I just like gave up. I think like halfway through I was like, I just really don't give a fuck about this. Oh, I gave so many fucks. I gave like all the fucks. You gave all the fucks. I gave all the fucks about that. <laughs> so what do you think? Personally, more unlikely, it was, I think it was maybe a student that had a problem with them and was fucking with them. But, but they'd have to be super fucking they, smart. How are they getting into his house exactly. and shit? So the only other option is either the girlfriend well, if super, or... If they're smart enough to hack their computer, like, you don't think they're smart enough to, like, 
break into the house without but being then know when he's gone and all that shit and know because <laughs> back then people also, weren't posting on facebook that they were going out to dinner yeah. or whatever yeah and you also have well, to know i, I guess their surveillance had to be like it. more intense but if they were really intent on fucking with this dude yeah. and they were really really it's smart possible. they could fuck yeah. with that dude and this is what year 80 late 84 early 85 is when this happened so that person is totally still alive Oh yeah! If it was somebody fucking with him, if you fucked with this man in England and you're oh my god, listening, please, we have a following there. They might be listening. Good ass bourbon, if you will be on the show. No, I so I tweeted looking for Lucas Wayman, aka Thomas Harden. Need answers? Contact us, and then just put our email. Wait, wait. Also, also, the you should talk the twenty one oh nine. If you if if you or anyone you know has been contacted by the twenty one oh nine, please let us know. Maybe some maybe someone else has been contacted by them and has and doesn't know it. Yeah. I mean, and they just tag chest. <laughs> yeah, yes. Don't, don't don't give them any more information. With no contact. With no contact. Just tag chest. Oh. oh, and then tag a hundred things we learned from. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will. Oh, but they're from over there too, right? <laughs> Zed Wood and Scottish Murders. <laughs> no, I'm not going to tag everybody. I'm just going no, to don't tag everybody. Just just from Wales? That's right. It's right near the border. I'm just going to They're going to be super confused about it. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> We're recording and drunk tweeting at the same time, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it's not. But it also, if anybody knows anything about linguistics, can you confirm Leem's voice means box of lights? I would love to confirm that because that's a pretty awesome one. I, like I feel that. like it's, read the whole thing again. No, 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 not that one. Read the first one about the cats and the bricks or whatever. Uh, but the flower reaches too high and withers in the burning light. Get out your bricks. Pussycat, pussycat, went to London to seek fame and fortune. Faith must not be lost, for this shall be your redeemer. I feel like this is about a whore. <laughs> Someone that was maybe in love with the girlfriend that he, maybe at the college he worked I feel at. like this is breakup poetry. <laughs> Oh, it does sound like that. Maybe like someone that would know about linguistics that could talk to someone and get the right type of shit. And Do you know who's the English teacher that we know? Who? Beard Al. Hey, Lauren. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> My brother is a music teacher. Lauren, help, but I know I was just, I was just, I was just talking because he, well, he might be able to help if that's song lyrics. But his, arch, his archery team came in second place at their competition. He does archery uh, coaching after school. So I want to talk about Queen Elizabeth II. And so when we decided that the topic was going to be potpourri, like whatever we wanted, I looked for what's happening right now. So like, the, the queen that you're talking about is the weirdo queen that's on the news all the time or whatever. It's the queen now, right? The queen old lady. The, queen the pink now. lady. Pink Hold on, lady. let me you real quick and tell you that I don't remember where I was going, but one day I was going down the road and a fucking car came beside me. You might have been with us. Had one of those goddamn, I guess it's like the thing to keep the sun out of your baby's face or whatever, but it was a picture of the goddamn queen wearing that yellow dress. <laughs> Holy uh, shit. Why would somebody <laughs> fucking have that? It was fucking wild. <laughs> It's like going down Lauren's Road and just the whole side window is <laughs> queen. Right. The, the love the queen. I know that Chat Smash forces the neat cast on occasion to say, God save the queen. 
<laughs> as part of their font when chat smashes with it. <laughs> but anyway, so there's been some very recent stuff about the queen. Is she dead? So on February 22nd of this year, so just a couple of weeks ago, Hollywood Unlocked posted on Instagram that, in quotes, sources close to the royal kingdom notified us exclusively that Queen Elizabeth has passed away. So that shit went viral immediately, even though this is not something that's new. Like, she's 95, and this has happened before, um, that people have said she is dead. But, so, you know, people are upset. People are posting their condolences, like, oh, my God, the queen is dead. That's so fucking sad. Even, like, there was a CNN posting, which later turned out to not be a CNN posting. It turned out to be an account posing as CNN posting. I saw all that shit on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, it was every hashtag the queen is dead on Twitter. Yeah, so it was every fucking where, right? (laughs) So people are sharing it, it's viral. So the chief of staff of the House of Lords, he immediately said, No, that's fucking bullshit. So what had happened was what had happened was (laughs) 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 the queen had COVID. She did have COVID. She had a positive COVID test. She had called off all of her social engagements. Like, so she wasn't doing, like, any parties and shit like that. She wasn't doing any, like, virtual meetings or any of that shit. But she was doing her, like, standard cleanly duties. Like, um, she had a weekly meeting with the UK Prime Minister. So she actually still had that meeting on February 23rd, which is the day after everybody said <laughs> So but hold on, I want to go back to um the shit they make her do. They make this 95-year-old lady have like weekly Zoom meetings. Apparently so. That's yeah. fucking horrible. What's wrong but with y'all? I'm guessing she could hand over that shit is anytime she wanted, but maybe she does doesn't. Maybe she want likes it. it. <laughs> yeah. So, on February 23rd, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson, you know, after his meeting with her, is like, nah, bro, I just talked to her. She's alive. (laughs) Um, The palace also continued on. They're planning a four-day platinum jubilee celebration uh, for June. Because that's going to mark her 70th year on the throne. So they continued with that. They're like, no, man, she's not dead. She's just not seeing anybody right now because she looks like crap. Uh, so based, based on, they didn't say because she looks like crap. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> because I know if you're sick, you just don't want anybody fucking looking at you and I don't blame her. <laughs> so based on these statements from officials, based on the UK prime minister saying, bro, I just fucking talked to her. Media sources, they began to report that Hollywood Unlocks post was false information. So what makes this interesting is that Jason Lee, who is the CEO of Hollywood Unlocked, at this point, he's like, I'm doubling down and I'm saying it's she's dead. the Mallrats Jason Lee, right? No, it's not the, the Mallrats Jason <laughs> Lee. <laughs> My name is Earl. It's over here trying to tell us. 
that. Uh, like at this point, he doubles down and he's like, "No, I trust my sources. She is dead. I've never been wrong." <laughs> so <laughs> he's like, "We're not retracting the report," you know. Uh, so he's like, "This," you know. He's like, "I trust my source." So let's talk about the source. He said that he heard the news directly from a guest of the wedding of British Vogue editor-in-chief Edward Innenfull. He said that a guest there received a phone call, became emotional, and told a few people what had happened. And I don't know if he was one of those few or one that it trickled down to. But he also said that the queen was supposed to attend the wedding. So this set off like a whole shitload of red flags with people, right? Because, A, the queen does not attend weddings of people that aren't family. That's just, just not fucking done. Because they never have, or is there like a law against it? I'm guessing she doesn't do it because then everybody would ask. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I got you. So a bad this, president, I guess. Celebrities, yeah. they want the queen at their wedding. Yeah. 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 Okay. Do this you. Bad, yeah. So, yeah, it, it's just not fucking done. Um, <laughs> also, there's a very specific protocol of shit that's supposed to happen when the queen dies. Like, it's not going to be all up in there. They actually, I mean, they absolutely know who's going to succeed. So, it, there's no reason to fucking hide it or anything. It's like, this is what's going to fucking happen. And BBC is supposed to break it. He's going to, like, not he, they, BBC, the news network is supposed to like break into everything. The queen is dead. They're going to give their announcement. I mean, that's how it's supposed to be done. Nobody's getting a call at a wedding. You know, <laughs> the flags are going to go half mass. There's like a whole fucking thing. So what makes this interesting <laughs> is a very notable queen did die that night. Apparently, Mark Lanigan who was the singer for Queen Queens of the Stone Age? <laughs> not. And what people think? Wait, who? The Queens of Mark, the Stone Age guy, Mark Lanigan. So he that. sang for Queens of the Stone Age, and he is somebody that might be in with British Vogue people. They think that it's like the telephone game. Where the message just got Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god. So his <laughs> shit, nobody even knew that he fucking died because Well, everybody oh, also knew that he died <laughs> because people were reporting that also. But now that people are looking at it, they're like, you know who might have got a call at the British Vogue wedding? Somebody about Mark Lanigan. <laughs> oh you know god. who might have been invited to a British Vogue wedding? Mark Lanigan. <laughs> well, how did he die? Uh, I want to, I don't know if it's said, I want to say it just said unexpectedly. Uh, this became a whole thing, <laughs> like a whole joke on like Twitter and all the social medias. So I wrote down some of the funny shit that came on Twitter and Tumblr and shit like that. So on Twitter, you know, just kind of based on the fact that this Hollywood Unlocked would not retract their story because they didn't up until like a couple of days ago. Um, so they said Buckingham Palace announced today that the queen has gone to live on a farm in the country where she'll have a lot more space to run around with other queens (laughs) 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 
steal them on the phone with all those other queens so I can run and be free. Hold on, did you right now? Who wrote that? We need to tag every single one of these people. No, that 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 show wasn't on there. Uh, so a Tumblr post was the monarchy wants to avoid her rule being 69 years, which is not a nice round number like 70 years and would probably lead to a whole lot of people commenting nice under her obituary. <laughs> so, oh, on March scary. 1st, <laughs> so, on March 1st, Jason Lee of Hollywood Unlocked finally had to concede that the queen isn't dead after she held two virtual meetings from Windsor Castle. So, like, when her shit was over and she was doing her thing again, she was like, here I am. Like, Wait a minute, guys. <laughs> but Jason Lee continues to report that he's never been wrong and claims he received false information from an intern. But, I mean, that makes you wrong, wrong now. But also because he said here. he was at that wedding <laughs> and heard it from his source and all of that, so he's just being shitty. So that is all I have on the queen being dead or not dead. <laughs> but I just thought it was funny. And I hope y'all did too. So is that all you got? That's all I got. So while you were talking, just because I know that this has happened before, because I saw oh, yeah, I it's happened it, a few times. Yeah. I, well, I see it, it pops up all the time. And it's I want to say it's fucking Hulk Hogan. Um saying that he's gonna miss Bam Margera. And he's like, Oh man, brother, you were so cool. And then Bam Margera comments, he's like, I'm totally alive, guy. <laughs> So, like, uh, people thinking that celebrities is dead is a whole fucking thing. So, I actually just Googled um, celebrities that have been said to be dead when they were actually alive. And one thing that pop there's a, this is a list of 51, and there's a bunch of them on here. Alice Cooper, Taylor Swift, apparently, it happens with everybody. But yeah. this one, <laughs> this one caught my attention because this is for Drake. And it says, Fans of the Canadian rapper panicked when on November 14th, 2020, they saw R.I.P. Drake trending on Twitter. Um, but as it turns out, obviously, the four-time Grammy winner was the victim of a hoax. So when they clicked on the supposed L.A. Times headline that read, Drake, Canadian songwriter and rapper, dies at 34, it took you to the Rick Astley, never gonna give you up. <laughs> and underneath it, it said you got rent rolled in 2020. <laughs> That's the most amazing thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Obviously, death is not a joke or whatever, but if y'all can find, if I die, if y'all can find a way to use that rent roll, people, please do it. Please totally do, do it. it. And if you don't do it, you're going but if you look it up i mean apparently i mean this happens all the time avril lavigne is on there i mean paul mccartney like every fucking body's on there so for me the most notable john goodman because i would have swear i swear to god that motherfucker's been dead for years right every time i yeah. see him pop up in something i'm like he's been dead forever yeah and 
it was like I thought he was dead forever, and then he popped up in like the Speed Racer movie, and I'm like, I'm "Righteous like, Gemstones, <laughs> he's still filming right fucking now." We watched it. <laughs> yeah. So John Goodwin has escaped death multiple times. Makes no sense. That's John Goodman, right? What? Righteous Gemstones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. I was about to be like, "Wait a minute, maybe I'm nuts." And you know what I'm thinking is, I think, um. Even though he has done a whole bunch of shit, he is um, cemented in everybody's memory as Roseanne. Even though that's not his biggest thing, and I know that he was in a whole bunch of other shit, you know, he died in Roseanne. And I think yeah. somehow... He died for all of us. <laughs> that just makes everybody think he's dead. Like, so what else you got, Kelly? That's it? That is all I've but got. But the queen is alive and well, correct? The queen is alive and well. And planning a jubilee. Or the hologram of the queen is perfect and fine and healthy. Could be a hologram. But, okay, so, because uh, it's past my bedtime, we got to get going. So, All right. This was our, um, sorry we fucked up and y'all went a whole long time without an episode. Episode. Ryan decided to call it Piper. I'm going to go back through and try to call it something cool. Yeah. But, um, so, we got good fucking wines. Y'all go buy it. What did you say earlier? Fucking I'm 40, wanted Prosecco. Oh, yeah. Uh, good fucking bubbles. Get you some good fucking bubbles because I liked it. I'm not a wine person or a. I liked it too. Also, person. not a wine person. I don't know what that is, but whatever. I yeah. liked it. I thought it was good. Anybody else got anything pertinent nope. for the discussion? Nope. Well, uh, this has been our apology episode <laughs> for being slack as fuck and not knowing. We're what sorry, we're so doing. shitty. <laughs> um, I will release this as soon as I get it edited, hopefully tomorrow. Except for keep in mind that I drank Fruit Loop flavored vodka and I'm gonna be hungover as fuck tomorrow. But I'm gonna try to get it done tomorrow. Uh, and then we y'all love y'all have, so much. That we is love y'all. Thank y'all so dedication. much. Um. <laughs> Yes, we will be back hopefully soon. Um, I do want to shout out Leo Allen from Voluntary Input. For hanging out with us. For hanging out with us and the Blue Collar Enlightenment show. They also also hanging out out with us. Um, We did a live thing. We got way too drunk. I had to just pull the whole thing. I had to just pull it. But we did play Fuck, Mary Kill, and it was fun as hell. I might release some snippets of that. Um, somebody I remember killed John Travolta, and I called that a war crime. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember I who it was. That. I don't you, remember that. You cannot kill John Travolta. Um, he's staying alive. He's st- fucking <laughs> staying alive. And that's, that's why we're married, y'all. All right. <laughs> That's the best thing ever. Thanks. That has to stay in, by the way. Thank y'all so much. Um, Chat Smash, please keep an eye on our tweets and your messages because we need your input on this time travel fucking yes. weirdo lay of the land England bullshit. And also need to know about the Cornetto ice cream cones or whatever. Right. Um, other than that, I guess we're done. Yes. Love right. y'all. Love y'all. Good night.